Good morning and welcome to yet another online service. It is good to know that we can be together even though we are not. May the service bring comfort and joy and peace to your heart wherever you are. Let's have a moment of silence just to be here in the moment. Let's invite God to speak with us, to open our hearts and our ears. Be still, for the power of the Lord is moving in this place. He comes to cleanse and heal, to minister His grace. No work too hard for Him and faith receive from Him. Be still, for the power of the Lord is moving in this place. I'm going to light a candle for us, a sign. The fact that God is, in fact, in this place the light that cannot be darkened. People of God, the Lord of glory, Jesus Christ, sends his greeting to you. And his greeting is this. Grace to you and peace from God and the Lord Jesus Christ through the working of the Holy Spirit. This is the greeting of Christ who arose from the grave. He died and rose that we might have eternal life. All thanks be to him. The same Christ has ascended to our Lord he ascended that we might experience God's presence and power. All praise be to Him.
Almighty God, as we prepare to worship today, we ask that you will stretch our imaginations to sense the majesty and mystery of your session. Help us perceive how Jesus' presence in heaven can give us confidence in our praying, our hope and our future. Help us perceive how Jesus' presence on earth can give us confidence in our living, our being, our hoping for the future. Through Jesus, our Lord, we can come together with our hands open to ask, to be able to receive. May this be true today. Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, early in the morning our song of praise shall be. Holy, 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 merciful and mighty, God in three persons, blessed Trinity. Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, all your works shall praise your name in earth and sky and sea. You alone are holy, there is none beside you, perfect in power, in love and purity. Amen. Hi kids! Oh, I miss you and I hope we can see each other fairly soon. I hope your first day back at school was okay. I don't know if it's possible, but I really hope it was okay and I was really thinking of all of you. Today, we are talking about a session, a session of the a session of Jesus. So on this day, a whole bunch of years ago, Jesus told the disciples, I'm not going to be with you on earth anymore. Physically, my body is not going to be here anymore. I am going away, but two things you need to know. You will never be alone. And I'm going with a plan. So Jesus said, you might not see my body anymore. That's what a session Sunday means. You might not see my body anymore. But that doesn't mean you're alone. Because I'm sending the spirit to you. I'm sending the spirit to you to be with you. To guide you. To help you. This constant companion. That's my favorite word for the spirit. The constant companion. To help us. Guide us through life. And Jesus said, I'm going to God going back to my father to be with him, to sit with him so that I can prepare a place for you so that one day we can all be together again. He said that this life can be wonderful even without me physically being here because I'm sending you the spirit and I'm going with a plan. You don't have to worry about the future because I'm there. You don't have to worry about the present because I'm here through the Spirit. And through all these times, these strange COVID-19 times, the Spirit especially is so important to say, I'm with you, I'll help you and I'll guide you, and I'll take care of the future. That's what Jesus is saying. So, to help understand this, because this is difficult, God, Jesus, the Spirit, how it all works, I've asked a friend, Carla, they are new to the church, but they have been there hopefully you've seen her but I've asked Carla to help us 
envision this make it practical and so she's going to show you how to make something and i want you to make it at home so that we can understand exactly what god and the spirit and jesus all means on a session okay hope to see you soon bye good morning today i'll show you how to do the holy spirit diy craft enjoy kids Now Carla is cutting out a cloud, a dove, and a cross. The dove is the symbol for the Holy Spirit, the cross is the symbol for Jesus, and the cloud is the symbol of what came to take Jesus away. Now can you see that she's putting the dove and the cross on the same line? They're on the same thing because they are the same. They're just in different places and in different spaces. And so if the cloud covers the dove, we can see the cross. And if the cloud covers the cross, we can see the dove. So when the cloud came to take Jesus away, the spirit became visible for us to see. So, never alone. The New Testament reading this morning is from Ephesians, chapter 2, verses 1 to 9. Made alive in Christ. As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins, in which you used to live when you followed the ways of the world, and of the ruler of the kingdom of the year, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. All of us also lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our flesh and following its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature deserving of wrath. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ even when we were dead in transgressions. It is by grace that you have been saved. And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus, in order that in the coming ages he might show the incomparable riches of his grace, expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not by yourselves, it is the gift of God not by works, so that no one can boast. Thanks be to God. Today we will read from Acts 1, verse 1 to 3, and then again verse 8. Am 
my former book, Theophilus, I wrote about all the things Jesus began to do and teach until the day he was taken up to heaven after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles he had chosen. After his suffering, he presented himself to them and gave many convincing proofs that he, he was alive. He appeared to them over a period of 40 days and spoke about the kingdom of God. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. After he said this, he was taken up before their very eyes, and a cloud hid him from their sight. They were looking intently up into the sky as he was going, when suddenly two men dressed in white stood beside them. Men of Galilee, they said, why do you stand here looking into the sky? The same Jesus who has been taken from you into heaven will come back in the same way you have seen him go into heaven. So as you know, and if you didn't know, I'm going to tell you today, Thursday was a session day. And all over the world, people, some more than others, realized that this is something different. There's a difference to this day and stopped and thought about it and pondered a session day and what it all means. And with this, our reflections and readings and focus on Easter draws to a close. And so to think about and talk about this day after what we just read in Acts, let's go to the Nicene Creed. When I think of a session and what that day means, my mind immediately goes to the scriptures, the scriptures that talk about this and tell us various stories about this. But my mind also immediately, kind of immediately, goes to the creeds. Where I come from, where we come from, we used to say the creed almost every Sunday in the service. And so because the creed holds so much of what the Reformed tradition sees at, as its basis, we have to look at the statement in the creed that says, He ascended to heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. This is such a well-known sentence, sentence and a half to me. So when we look at this statement, we have to stand still. When we, when we look at this sentence and we hear these words, we have to think about the sequence of events that, that, that happens all around this. In this confession, he ascended to heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. Just like with many aspects of our faiths, we might speak these words very casually because we do not always understand them. Or because we do not exactly know what, what lies behind all these words. In one of the first things I read about a session, the author was serious about the fact that we must realize that a session is not just a footnote. It often happens for us that a session, for whatever reason, is reduced. It is reduced to something much smaller than it really is and what it can mean to our faith. As a result, a session is simply an answer to a question. What happened to Jesus 40 days after his resurrection, the answer is Jesus left. His disciples no longer saw him. The scriptures tells us he ascended to heaven. And so a session becomes a very simple 
thing. What happened to Jesus, it is almost, if, if that happens, it's almost as if the session becomes this epilogue, the aftermath of all that was said and done. But instead, it can and should be seen as an important chapter in the Easter story, a chapter in its own right. We miss out on, on something of great value to our faith if we allow this to be reduced, to be such a small part of our tradition and our story. Because in a session, we get the message that Easter is not over. A session has a variety of important dimensions and one of these is that it tells us we are entering into a new chapter, a new chapter of Easter. In a sense, we now see the story goes on. This isn't over. So let's look at the first part of the statement, Jesus ascended. Of course, the statement means more than just Jesus going to heaven. It's always so sad when I think of the Russians who said after arriving in space, I reached the heavens and looked and looked, but could find no God. Surely a session is more than just the direction in which Jesus went. There is more to his departure than just that. Easter and the session have always been strongly associated with the changing of seasons. In South Africa, Easter time is also in winter time, obviously, and it's in that time, the time where a flower called a cosmos starts to blossom. They grow wild next to the roads and fields of most parts of South Africa. And when they blossom, I used to think two things. Winter is coming and it's time for Easter. When the autumn leaves start to fall, when it starts to get colder, it means a lot more than just the beginning of a new season. The cooler wind, the naked trees, the early dark nights, the late morning light. These are all signs of the fact that a new season is upon us. Yes. Because in the cycle of nature, we see and feel that all seasons have an end. And so we feel it in our bodies and we see it in our gardens, how one season makes way for a new one. And so it is with Easter. With the incredible story of Easter, there is also all these signs that a new season is coming. And a session is that sign. The bare stripping of nature is our sign of Death, but in death, there comes something new. The absence of one thing means the presence of something else. If the leaves don't fall, we will never experience the sprouting of new leaves on trees. If the heat does not disappear, then we will never be able to experience the things that come with the cold. In life, it's the same. Only when your children are away from home, when they leave home, will you have this opportunity to discover a new dimension in your relationship with them. 
Only when you remain silent, your words are missed. Only when you rest, you get energy to start new things again. We sadly sometimes only really appreciate people when they're no longer there. It is only when we go through real hardships and pain that we sometimes appreciate what we have now. Like we lost our freedom because of a virus like COVID-19 and discover the beauty of our own homes. We lose the ability to travel because of COVID-19 and find the wonder of this country. We lose our hectic social lives and rediscover our love for books, painting or cooking. You see, when you lose one thing, you really do sometimes receive something else. With a session, we lose something and in that, we receive something new. Richard Raw uses a very beautiful image when he speaks of a session. He says that, Absence makes a hole in our hearts just big enough for God to come and fill it. The absence of Jesus makes a hole just big enough in our hearts for God to come and fill. The absence of anything, but especially the absence we experience with a session, makes this precious, makes this precious something new possible. When we get to the point in the story where Jesus is no longer physically present on earth, then his absence makes a great variety of other things possible. When he goes through his departure, we get something new. Luke 24 verse 44 to 53 says, He said to them, this is what I told you while I was still with you. Everything must be fulfilled that it's written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets and the Psalms. Then he opened their minds so that they could understand the scriptures. He told them, this is what is written. The Messiah will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day. And repentance for the forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. You are witnessing, you are witnesses of these things. I'm going to send you what my father has promised. But stay in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. And then verse 50. When he had led them out of the vicinity of Bethany, he lifted up his hands and blessed them. While he was blessing them, he left them and was taken up into heaven. Then they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy and they stayed continually at the temple praising God. You see, Jesus must first go away for the disciples, for us to experience something different from him, to discover another, a new aspect of our faith and especially discovering and experiencing Jesus' love. We experience all these other aspects of God when Jesus is on earth. And then we experience all these other aspects of God when Jesus no longer is. The most obvious thing that only when Jesus leaves, we experience and see and get is the spirit. Especially. Like we said last week, and we'll focus more on in the weeks to come, we get the advocacy of the truth. 
Jesus' presence here also means His presence in another way, by the Spirit. But Jesus' absence here means His presence in another place too. Namely, besides the Father. The humanity of Jesus' life and the death doesn't end in Easter. The Lord who became human is still as human with a session. And so the humanity of Jesus, that part of Jesus which we can identify with so well, with his life and death, is not gone. No, he takes it with him. When he goes, he takes it and, and, and again his absence makes something else possible because now that aspect of Jesus is at the right hand of God. The Jesus that we are a part of, of which we are a part, is making a place for each of us. Even in Jesus' last actions on earth, he does something that can bring us even closer to the heart of God by making room for, for us at the side of God with his divine presence. The scripture and the next part of the confession say that Jesus sat down at the right hand of God. Romans 8 verse 31. What then shall we say in response to all these things? If God is with us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us. How will we not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? Who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? It is God who justifies. Who then is the one who condemns? No one. Jesus Christ who died more than that, who was raised to life, is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. Something amazing happens here. It has been and still is the practice in many traditions that the guest of honor sits on the right hand of a host. Sitting at someone's right hand is a sign of authority and favor. However, when Jesus sits on the right hand of God, it is a sign and a confirmation that he now shares in the Father's power and authority. And when we celebrate a session, we celebrate the fact that Jesus takes the place of honor when it comes to authority and rule over heaven and earth. And when he does that, he does that for us on our behalf. So we can live with the knowledge and peace that he does that for us for now and for ever. It's almost too big to grasp. It's almost too big to take something we've heard so many times and, and take it personally. That where Jesus is right now is not in the abyss. It's taken a very special concrete place at the right hand of God. The seat of honor, the VIP seat for us to intercede and help and talk about us and his love for us. And so the third thing that his absence does for us is to prepare a place. 
Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. My father's house has many rooms. If it were not so, I would not have told you I'm going there to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you also might be where I am. You know the way to the place where I am going. Jesus, the way to the Father. Jesus reassures his disciples, do not let your hearts be troubled. As we said last week, he goes, but it's not permanent. It is in his passing away, with his passing away, that, in, that there is even more of a reality of our eternity with God. Because he is going to have a place ready, made ready for us. It is more than he who is simply going to take us with him to heaven. It is he who is taking us to be united with himself. So what still seemed like an absolute nightmare to the disciples, all of a sudden becomes this constant blessing. Through the death and accession, this advocacy with the Father, the presence of the Spirit, the thought of a place with room for us in the presence of God, that is what we get. Calvin, one of our spiritual ancestors, has written a great deal about the accession and said that accession means that believers in Christ are constantly being advocated for. Someone who intercedes for us, someone who continually intercedes for us, that's what's happening. I read that Calvin saw in his imagination how Jesus is actually a holy distraction to God. That Jesus, in a sense, draws God's attention from our iniquity and our mistakes and our sins. That Jesus sits with, with God and constantly persuades God to look at us with a gentle heart. Which he most certainly does. So what Jesus does with a session is to bring access to God. To help us live in the loving relationship with God. And so this day helps us to take words and creeds and ideas and thoughts that we know and say and make it oh so personal. May this happen for you too. May these actions of Jesus with his last moments on earth be something very personal to you. I'll finish with a poem. I believe in this Jesus who ascended to the Father and brings a soft judgment from there because he is closer to me than I am to myself. He knows my core beyond the skin into the chemistry of my cells. He who knows how deep my blindness is and holds me tight against the braille of his body. Amen. Let's have a moment of silence now. Just to let it all sink in. 
this is also the time in the service where we would usually give our offerings. So take this moment to be thankful for what you have and think of those who do not have what we have. Jesus commands us to proclaim forgiveness and repentance. We do this not by our own power, but in dependence on the Spirit. That is why we are going to bring the need of our world to God today and pray for repentance. Pray that Jesus will come, that his kingdom will come in all places of conflict. So let us pray. Let your kingdom come. In the midst of fear in our country, let your kingdom come. In all the places where people are being hurt for their faith, let your kingdom come. the heart of every victim of hate and violence, let your kingdom come. In the life of anyone who is hungry, homeless or alone, let your kingdom come. In our congregation, in our church, let your kingdom come. Lord, hear us when we pray. Let your kingdom come. Amen.
May God, the glorious Lord of our Jesus Christ, give you spiritual wisdom and insight so that you might grow in your knowledge of God. May God continue to flood your hearts with light so that you may comprehend the confident hope he has given to those he has called. To you who are rich in his glorious inheritance, go in the love and grace of God. Amen. I do hope that we can see each other next week. So let's hear what will happen. Um, hopefully we can see each other face to face. If not, see you again next week. Same time, same place. Bye-bye.